Howdy, y'all. Welcome to The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer. So grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain with a rundown on today's date, some interesting historical facts, and you can sharpen your wit as I toss out a few random musings just to get those brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder to enrich your faith, hopefully, as we focus on our walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. Let's start percolating. Well, it's Thursday, June 8th, and let's brew your brain a little bit. On June 8th in 1789, James Madison introduced 12 proposed amendments that we know as the Bill of Rights to the United States Constitution and Congress. In 1912, Universal Pictures was founded. In 1949, George Orwell's 1984 was published. And in 1953, the United States Supreme Court ruled in District of Columbia v. John R. Thompson Company that restaurants in Washington, D.C. cannot refuse to serve black patrons. June 8th is Best Friend Day. So reach out. Let somebody know who they are. It's also Chicken Tetrazzini Day. And it is Jelly-Filled Donut Day. Well, it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. You know, I can remember my father shouting down to me, I am so sorry you fell into that deep hole filled with water. I knew he meant well. Did you know that fallen coconuts are more lethal and kill more people every year than sharks? I don't know about you, but I can hardly wait until Coconut Week starts on the Discovery Channel. Did you know that the guitar solo in Michael Jackson's Beat It was performed by none other than the late, great Eddie Van Halen? And did you know that the ZIP and ZIP code is an acronym for Zone Improvement Plan? Get those brain gears turning. I recently read Thornton Wilder's one-act play, The Angels That Troubled the Waters. Now, The Angel That Troubles the Water uh, is short. I mean, one act play, it's like three or four pages and it takes its inspiration from John chapter five, verses one through four. And it brings the story to life of, of a tale set by the pool of Bethsaida renowned for its healing waters, whenever an angel would stir them. And in this modern rendition, a weary physician frequents the pool seeking solace from his melancholy. And when the angel finally appears, he blocks his path to healing and a profound dialogue unfolds between the two of them. The angel reveals that it's the physician's wounds and sorrows that grant him power to touch the hearts of others. 
Here's the short excerpt straight from the play. The angel says, without your wounds, where would your power be? It is your melancholy that makes your low voice tremble into the hearts of men and women. The very angels themselves cannot persuade the wretched and blundering children on earth as can one human being broken on the wheels of living. In love's service, only wounded soldiers can serve. Physician, draw back. Later, the man who enters the pool first and is healed rejoices in his good fortune. And then he turns to the physician and he says, please come with me. It's it's only an hour to my home. My son is lost in dark thoughts and I do not understand him. And only you have ever lifted his mood. Only an hour. There is also my daughter. Since her child died, she sits in the shadow. She will not listen to us but she will listen to you. I mean, so as the play unfolds, the physician's role shifts, offering hope and solace to those in need. It's it's such a poignant reminder that by embracing our own brokenness, we become wounded healers while we're at the same time drawn closer to Jesus. You know, as I read this, I could not help but read it autobiographically. I mean, where would I be without my wounds? I am I am so grateful and thankful for the times that I have been allowed. I've been privileged to walk alongside uh, those um, friends who have been grieving or suffering. I mean, it is only the wounded who can serve in love's name. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 says that Jesus comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others when they are troubled. We will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So when we hide our wounds and fear and shame, we block our ability to encourage others. So instead of holding on to negative emotions and dwelling on our wounds and hurts from the past, we need to learn to bring those into the light. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that guilt and shame become an idol that holds us back. However, When we make the choice to embrace forgiveness and live as redeemed individuals, we become part of a community of wounded healers. And all that happens as we just draw closer to Jesus. So, you know, in hindsight, while it wasn't pleasant, while it's not pleasant uh, at times, I'm grateful again, for being able to to be invited uh, oftentimes into our friends' lives. Uh, And that invitation stems from people knowing all or some of what Marcy and I have gone through and are going through. 
I would encourage you to maybe look at your sufferings and your troubles, maybe from another lens. They may be the thing that allow you to really speak into and bring love to and comfort to uh, somebody else's life. So I'm going to close today with that same verse, 2 Corinthians 1-4 uh, from the message. All praise to the God and Father of our Master, Jesus the Messiah, Father of all mercy, God of all healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person, just as God was there for us. We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah, but no more so than good times of his healing comfort. We get a full measure of that too. I hope that you have a great Thursday, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on The Daily Grind.